0: So today I want to introduce you people to an investment platform for life. Okay, an investment where um, I've been cashing out, I'm still cashing out, and um, to be good for you all to benefit from it. But before we go further, let's see the benefit of that investment feet of investments is in the book of second corinthians chapter nine from verse eight now the first time i saw this i never knew it existed in the bible even though i've been reading the new testament over and over but i may have somehow skipped it and thank god when he wants to reveal something, he drives you back to um, where he wants you to get. So, the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 9, verse 8, as has been posted, says, And God is able to make all grace abound towards you. That ye always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work wow this is indeed profound very profound in fact sometimes it causes me goosebumps when i read this passage because it's fully loaded and that's is the benefit of the investment which we will see today this is a full benefit he says, and you can see some of the words there that shows that God is not joking. The servant of God that s- spoke by inspiration of the Holy Ghost really understands what's saying. It says, and God is able to make all grace, all grace abound towards you. Not just grace, but all grace abound towards you that ye always having all sufficiency in all things may abound again to every good work okay very profound But you may think this is very sound wait until you hear the translation from the amplified version of the bible where they really explained that passage. So the amplified version says, it says, and God is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance so that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need be self-sufficient possessing enough to require no aid or support and furnish in abundance for every good work and charitable donation wow you can see how uh, fully loaded this amplified version is it's like a, a blank check. Very loaded. But we'll still have to dissect it a bit so that we can have a proper understanding and full understanding of what Lord is saying in this scripture. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. So, the first part ability God's ability from that 2nd Corinthians 9 verse 8 you can boldly see God's ability there it says it starts with and God of course there are some things that are said before this passage um, we'll look into those things before the end before this message is done that, um focus on this passage say God is Able. That's the first remark in this passage. It says God is able, and that's one thing we should consider. We should bear in mind that God has the ability. God is able. Is omnipotent. As no omnipotent all. He has all power. There is no impossibility with him. There is nothing that takes him by surprise. There is nothing that can overwhelm him. There is no challenge. There is no problem. There is no amount uh, of, of problem that you can take to God that he will begin to scratch his head. And to ask the angels, what can we do now? No, he has planned everything. Even when Adam fell in the Garden of Eden, he made the arrangement for the redemption of the world. Look at those thousands and thousands of years that you think God has forgotten, God does not care, God is not doing anything, but it was still in his plan. He had planned it before the foundation of the world. So God has the ability, and we should know that we can't limit Him. The Bible says there is nothing too hard for you to do. Nothing too hard. Okay, when the Bible uses too hard, it's not because um, there is even something hard or something. That, there is a quantity of hardness with God. No. It's, it's talking of our own uh, understanding of too hard. When you say ah, this one is hard, you may say, okay, God can answer say it. When you say something is too hard, there is nothing like that in when it comes to God. It's only man that has that uh, varying ability, varying problem. Uh, Great, hard, too hard, was impossible, and all that. Impossible is nothing for God. Is the God that can multiply five loaves of bread and two fishes to feed three thousand people? You know. At least three thousand, not three thousand. At least 3, 000, five loaves of bread and two fishes, and then he replicated that miracle again to tell you that it's not something that happened by chance. It's something that he can do at will, anytime. He felt he, he, he fed about, you know, I think um, four thousand people with uh, several loaves of bread and, and some fishes you know that's god that's his ability he created the world by just speaking it to being so he is able god is able to make all grace make all grace okay god is able to make all grace every grace every Grace that you need in your career, or oh, grace in your um, spiritual work, all oh, grace in your um, business, all oh, grace. Now, this is referring to finance here, Uh, actually, even though we can apply it in other areas, but I will focus on finance, then expand it to other areas. So, in, in, in the things that bring finance to you, that bring money to you, your skill, your giftings, it could be a spiritual gift, it could be a skill all grace abound towards you you may be you know you may be a working class citizen maybe you are you are are working for someone you don't have your private business that does not mean it doesn't apply to you all grace and when he said all grace he would have said available towards you he would have said god is able to make Grace abound towards you. That will still be, we will still be wild like that. He would have said, God is able to make all grace available towards you. We will still be amazed by that. But he said, He's able to make all grace abound towards you. The translation says "is able to make all grace, every favor, and earthly blessing. Every. You know, when he uses every, it's not because, of course, um, Apostle Paul is a learned person. Okay? A very learned, highly learned person among the Apostles. Alright, so when he's making use of words, he understands what's saying. It's not a, it's not a mistake. And if you had made mistake at the beginning, he won't keep on making that mistake. So you will see how he made use of of words generously in this passage. All abound every, you know, generously, because that is God. There is no limit to him. He says he's able to make all every favor and every blessing come to you in abundance in abundance so that is called that's the first part God's ability and we need to have that in mind bear that in mind that God has this ability let's not limit him let's not limit God by our our understanding like someone like Matthew Ashimolo said he said uh, God god cannot bless you beyond your your mental capacity okay god cannot bless you beyond your mental capacity he said it's not the level of intelligence a man has that brings prosperity prosperity or poverty starts with the mind okay God does not need, your labor is not the reason for prosperity, so when you see God giving you all grace, it's not because you are working for it, it's because He is, is giving to you, and grace, of course, you know, it's just um, is God's gifts, like some people say it as an acronym, God's riches at Christ's expense, so it's paid for already. He's paid for. Imagine you, okay, imagine somebody sponsoring himself to school, okay, and then he's maybe, instead of going to a school, he's hiring a private teacher to his house. You know, he has to hire one by one. You hire physics, hire chemistry, hire mathematics, English, and then he'll buy the textbooks one by one. But for a child that is under the tutelage of the parents and the parent has paid the school fees for his school maybe a boarding school that's synonymous this the child does not have to start requesting for a book or any other thing again everything is paid for so all he needs to do is attend school they give him the uniform they give him the textbook the notebooks and all that so it's available for him that's grace it has been paid for. It's not like not like it's free. It's free for us, but it's also originally free. Christ has paid it. He paid it on the cross. He paid it when he went to the grave. He paid it when he resurrected. Now he's seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. He's, he's, sorry, he's seated in, at the right hand of God, and we are seated with him in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. You know, so um, we have this privilege of grace making things beyond our ability you look at yourself i know that this is not me i couldn't have done this it's the grace of god by the grace of god i am what i am like Paul the apostle says so that's god's ability all grace and god is able to make all grace abound towards you Now the second part is the effect. What's the effect of God making this, giving us this grace that abounds towards us? God making all this grace available for us. What is the effect of giving us an abundance? And so we'll move to the next part of that passage. Second Corinthians chapter 9 verse 8. And it says that he always having all sufficiency in all things that he always you can see the, how generous he made use of that word always not sometimes so those people that think um sometimes you have to lack sometimes you have to you know it's life wouldn't be all rosy life cannot be all rosy. sometimes you you have some sometimes you lose some you know sometimes you have much sometimes you have little and other even uh, it's even in the bible it's mentioned there okay that uh, when the when the day is bright, you thank God. When the day is gloomy, you also thank God, because He has set one over the other, so that there will be we will always seek after Him and all that. But this passage is making us understand that when it comes to finances, when it comes to provision, prosperity, wealth, that God is able to give, or make all, all grace abound towards us. That. We always having all sufficiency in all things, always having all sufficiency in all things. And amplified version says, so that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need be self sufficient. Self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support. Okay, not that you need to, um, you need to buy something and then you have to borrow to complete the money and all that. It says. Self-sufficiency. This is challenging most of our beliefs. Okay, even though it may be difficult for us to phantom it now, even though we may be saying, "Ah, this is too heavy for me to handle." I, I, I'm not sure I can believe it. But the truth is, whether you. It's easy for you to swallow Or difficult for you to swallow This is the word of God So the earlier we adjust our minds The earlier we tune our minds To accept this reality The earlier we begin to see The reality in our lives It says it's able to make All grace abound towards us That we always having all sufficiency In all things May abound to every good work, always having all sufficiency in all things. Whatever you need to do, God has given you grace, God has made you um you know different from others in your company where where you are working and then you are let's assume you are a teacher and then you are working and the goal of every teacher is to produce great results, to produce students that will give us to to build students that will give us um, that will be outstanding and the best way to test how outstanding the children are is to test them externally so when they go for external exams and they come out tops. Then you know that this teacher must have really drilled the students. And you are just you just discover that others other teachers are complaining. These children are not assimilating. They are dull. They are this. They are that. Parents don't want to hear that. School doesn't want to hear that. But you you just discover that you are able to to appeal to them you are able to teach them and they understand and you're not doing anything special you're not doing anything too different not like you're not working grace is not licensed for laziness grace is not licensed for mediocrity you know or idleness no you are doing your best But the result you are getting you know it's more than your best they are getting straight A's. Any excellent exam they are, they go for, they get straight A's. And you are like, what? What? What special thing am I giving them that they are coming out with this kind of marvelous results? You see, the students they call it dullard, and it doesn't mean do anything. Nobody, even the parents have given, have given up on on the child. And then they just, you just handle that child. Let me, let me help you out. Let me teach you this. And as you started teaching the, the child, he began to you know, understand and understand. And before you know it, he's scaling high in his academics and they can point it to you that, ah, it's since this teacher started handling this boy that he, he, his life turned around, you see? So all that, that that is God's grace. Always having all sufficiency in all things. Always having all sufficiency in all things. You don't need any support. You want to buy a house. You have sufficiency in all things. You want to, you know, you are not buying a house and then... Or building a house, you want to build a house and then you just build half of it. You plan to build three bedroom flat, uh, duplex and then after building one with a palo, you say, Let, Let's just manage, let's move in, let's put tarpaulin, use tarpaulin to cover the zinc. and to cover this. And we'll small, 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 we'll get there. No, that's not God's intention. Oh, Chris, I remember the um, story, Samadhi, I miss- Told he said when he got to Lagos for the first time, he saw how rowdy Lagos was. The cars that were moving on the streets, you know, on the road, smoky because, and that's as a result of the quality of the cars. Most of them are tokumbo fairly, you they're already degrading and all that's causing az- hazards here and there. And then he told himself that he will never, he will not buy a tokumbo car that his first car will be a terrible and he said his first car was a brand new car you see that the same god you are believing for it to car sometimes it's our mind that limits god and then it limits our blessing okay when we ask you now if we just do a test now i say every one of you should ask god for something spectacular something you believe among all of us listening you have some that will ask god for ten thousand error that's their limit they believe anything beyond ten thousand either they believe they don't deserve it number two they believe they are not ready for it of course, those things have to be in place. Some people believe, how would I uh, just give me 10, uh, 100K? Ah, beg, and, 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 no, sure, let me just money 10K. Some believe that it's, their minds cannot just phantom that 100K will just come from nowhere. You know, Among us, you have some that will believe God for 500,000. Among us, some will believe for a million. Among us, billions. Okay, And God is the same God that is answering there's no limitation. There's no not like this. If it gives me a billion, it will shorten the ration it's going to give. No. It can give everybody in Nigeria a billion dollars. And it's and it doesn't have any effect because it's not they don't spend money in in, in, in heaven. All he needs to do is command resources, people to give you resources and assets. So or multiply resources miraculously. You see, so sometimes we limit ourselves. The same God you pray for a come back of three hundred thousand. The same God, and that person praying for a brand new car of two point something million naira, three million naira, and it's not not like we are praying out of extravagance, out of necessity and need. Bible says whatever you desire when you pray, believe in whatever you desire you desire a good life and God wants you to live a good life God is not interested in you living as a proper God is not interested in you moving into your um, the house you are building halfway and uh, using the to cover the window and all that just patching and then it will take you 10 years for you to say you have a standard fully furnished house that's not God's desire God's desire is that before you move in the house is well built to standard to taste and thoroughly furnished to taste, not management. That's God's desire. So he can make it up. He says he's is able to make all grace about towards you that you are always having a sufficiency in all things. You don't need to borrow to build a, complete the building. You don't need to beg to complete the building. You don't need to... You know, when I say borrow, um, I, 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 we have to be careful because sometimes one needs to you know, borrow to, for a greater cost or something people that take loans to put in their businesses and all that, I'm not saying that's not possible, but after one has borrowed and then he puts into the business, God is able to make that business yield much more than the money he has borrowed from the bank or whoever, and he pays back you know, that's different from begging you want to do anything, even little things, you have to beg, beg no, God is able to make all things that you, you you will not have need or support. Even the loan. God is able to make you have enough money that you won't need any loan. Okay, so that's God. That's the second part. That's the effect of giving us all grace. Okay, that we we'll always have all sufficiency in all things. So when He gives you grace for healing, you have all sufficiency in all things. When He gives you grace for business, grace for entrepreneurship, you are, you are, you are you know, rendering a service, God gives you grace. You are you into cake making and all that it gives you grace to to make your cake exceptional. Okay, just like a woman I had. I don't know if you've heard of Wyacam. Okay, she sells pop. Whyacam is is an able you know um, word that means pop woman. Pop woman. Okay, she sells pop and she makes millions of nera from PAP. She exports it outside Nigeria and she has a whole company uh, producing PAP in various forms. That's grace. That's God that gave that creativity and ability. And then that is bringing her income. So we'll move straight to the third part. Now the essence of giving you such grace, making it abound, making you sufficient in all things. It's not so that you will store up and start chasing after being the richest man in the world, the richest man in Africa and all that. Remember the Bible, the rich fool okay and after i said your my soul can now rest and have plenty and have enough and god said down fool tonight will your soul be required you know so it's his offense he, he had an offense his soul was just to amass wealth amass sweat wealth, wealth. Okay, The Bible says there is he that scattereth yet increases. There is he that withholdeth more than his meat and tendeth to penury, poverty. So why is God giving us all this? We'll read the last part. He said. Having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. May abound to every good work. If we remove that middle part, we'll see. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you may abound to every good work. So every good work. And good work is not only personal. Neither is it only uh, matters of the church good work any good work the bible says let your light so shine before men that they will see your good works and glorify your father which is never does that mean does a good work only refer to spiritual works no you want to build a house it's a good work god is able to make all grace abound. You have sufficient for that you want to buy a car not for showmanship not for waste not to just spend money not to amass you know have cars fleets of cars but you need it for a particular purpose which you know is the will of god which you know god sanctions then it's a good work you want to train your child to a best to the best school it's a good work you want to wear a very good Load. you want to have one of the best apartments for yourself you know, not extravagance not unnecessary spending but something quality and necessary in your house it's a good work and then approve all giving. Giving the Bible says, God loves a cheerful giver. That's another major thing. God is not, God does not give us wealth for ourselves alone, He gives us wealth for the kingdom, He gives us wealth for other people. Okay, the Bible says, if you give a cup of water to these little ones, you have given it to me. Okay, so if you, the Bible says, if you respond to the poor, you are responding to me. He told some people don't uh, that uh, you saw me naked and you clothed me you saw me hungry and you fed me and they said where have you, have, we, have we done this to you he said if you have done it to one of these people you have done it to me so that is one of the major ways of that uh, the major reasons why god gives us this abundance abound to every good work there's a church building going on in the church that's a good work you are bound to it not like when you give to it you are, you, are, you are left in lack. No, that's not God. He said you are bound unto every good. You have sufficient. That means when you give out of it a lot is That's meaning. So you are bound to every good. You are always ready for any good work. A missionary journey you are ready. And, uh, you know they want to get something for rural rugged or whatever. Anything that involves the kingdom, sponsoring the work of the kingdom, you are ready. You see someone in need, a brother or sister, you are ready to give for the necessity of the saints you know you, you're, which, whatever good work that is the essence of the grace God is giving unto us that's why it's making it abound so the more generous you are in your good work the more abundant the grace he gives you the more abundant the resources you have and that's God Now finally what is supposed to be our response? How do we tap into this grace? Is it just available for everybody? Is there something we need to do? Of course it's grace. And grace does not usually require work to get it. Okay, so how do we achieve this? Even though grace doesn't require work, otherwise grace will not be grace. There is a we have to play. There's a commitment towards that grace. There's something we have to do that would enable that grace to come to, to play. There's an investment we have to make Okay, just like in normal investments, you have to put something before you have your, you know, your your, your 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 reward. Before you have the money flowing, you have to make some initial deposits, initial capital. Okay, so what is it? Um, if we look before the, the passages before that, um, verse eight, we we'll see that they were talking about giving. Given. Okay? Given to the work of the Lord. Verse 5 says, Therefore I thought it necessary to exhort the brethren that they would go before you and make up beforehand your bounty, whereof he had noticed before that the same might be ready as a matter of bounty and not as covetousness. But this I say, verse 6, He which soweth sparingly, shall reap also sparingly he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully every man according as he proposes in his heart so let him give not grudgingly of necessity for love god loveth a cheerful giver you can see your commitment giving 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 bountifully if you are going to have that bounty abounding abounding you know gift of god abounding grace of god then we have to be able to give bountifully all right as it is then verse 8 says and god is able to make all grace abound towards you that he always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work as it is written He that dispersed abroad, he had given to the poor, his righteousness remained forever. You can see, dispersed abroad, giving to the poor, giving, it involves giving, that's our commitment. We don't pay for it um, by works, we don't work for it. All we need to do is make sure we're a cheerful giver, or we are cheerful givers, that's our commitment. Then we can begin to place demand for that grace. He says, Verse 11, being a rich in everything to all bountifulness which causes us thanksgiving to God. For the administration of this service not only supplied the wants of the saints, but is abundant also by many thanksgiving unto God. So, our response should be that of giving. We should be cheerful. Give us. Cheerful. Give us. So when you develop this attitude of giving. You can now go to God boldly. To make demand. Make requests. Based on the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary. Who has paid for all the graces we need to survive as children of God, to live as priests and kings right here on earth, you can now go straight to God and demand for the grace, grace, abundant grace, abounding grace, and then Philippians chapter 4 verse 19 says, it gives us further assurance by saying, but my God shall supply all your need. According to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. According to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So, when you have fulfilled your path, according to his riches, and that riches in glory, the the, the riches is the grace. According to the grace, it will supply all our needs. God's riches at Christ's expense. That's what I said in Christ, by Christ Jesus. So if the riches are available for us, all we need to do is place a demand. And I want us to take this passage to God in prayer anytime. As long as we keep fulfilling our parts. We are faithful in tithing, we are faithful in offering, you give when you see the need to give. Okay? You give not grudgingly of necessity, you give cheerfully. When you fulfill all these parts, then you go to God and say, God, the Bible says you are able to make all grace abound towards me that I Always have, always have all sufficiency in all things to abound unto every good work.